From the PSIA ASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado. Boy, I can't wait till I can stop saying that. I'm George Thomas, and you're listening to First Chair. Today, we're going to be getting a Ski Patrol's perspective on reopening with Tracy Buchanan. Tracy, thank you very much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome, George. Good to be here. Tracy, you and I chatted about a year ago. Can you give us a little bit of a background on yourself and what you do with patrol? Um, so I am a division supervisor uh, for OET um, in Central Division, and I'm also a, an assistant patrol director um, locally. I'm a certified patroller, and then I also taught at Beaver Creek for a bit. I'm a level three PSIA, so a little bit well-rounded in the ski industry, but it's my passion, and I love it, and I love patrol, so that's a little bit about me. <laughs> and, you know, as you and I were chatting before we started recording, one of the things that came up is that, I mean, ski patrol, ski instruction, snowboard instruction, we care about our guests. And in this reopening, what are some ways we can provide some great guest experience for people staying within our mitigation plans? So that's a great question. Um I think the perspective that we're all taking, at least from the ski patrol side, and I know from the instructor side as well, um, is that we want to keep everyone safe. We want to keep our patrollers safe. We want to keep our instructors safe. And we we want to keep our guests safe. Um, So I think the bottom line is we want to stay open. And um, that's the common goal that we all have. So the mitigation that we can all take part in is I like to think of it as common sense. So masks on gloves on um make sure that you're skiing safely um not taking risks and once we lower that kind of um impact on the on the hill uh we can hopefully kind of stop any spread or any situations that we're going to encounter with covid at any of the resorts so again the bottom line is to stay open right Exactly. (laughs) Impact on the hill. Uh, Let's kind of get into the ski patrol perspective because you get a call. What are some things that are going through your mind now with the added, uh, you know, risk? So I think the first thing that we all take into consideration is we're treating every person that's injured um, as a COVID patient. Uh, we don't assume that they are not positive. And so the approach is slightly different. Uh, at NSP, we just came out with the OEC 6th edition. So we're also um, kind of all getting refreshed on the new information that's covered in this um, OEC book. And we've added some uh, one new thing to the initial assessment um, which is the primary assessment. So it's airway, breathing, circulation, disability, and now we've added bleeding. And on top of that, we're adding COVID protocols. So the COVID protocol is different for each resort. Well, I think there's a lot of similarities, but that protocol is really dictated by management and the resort together. And so that is encompassed in that primary assessment as well. Um, So speaking just personally, what we've done um, is we have incorporated a lot of that into a virtual learning plan. Um, so when you approach the patient, you're going to continue to do the general impression or scene size up how many patients, what equipment you need, if it's a mechanism of injury or a nature of illness. And um, 
and then you're approaching the patient. Um, what we've done is we have told our patrollers stay within six feet or with outside of six feet um, on the approach and talk to them from at least a distance of six feet to figure out are do they have a patent airway? Are they breathing? Is there bleeding that you need or life threats that you need to address? And then um, also ask them if they have a mask, if they don't have one on, um, provide a mask if they don't have one, um, and then go through COVID questions. So we're going to be asking them questions on the Hill to see if they've been in contact, um, if they've tested positive, where they're traveling from, things like that. Obviously, if there's a life threat, then we're going to address that um, first and foremost. And before we do that, we are um, providing all of our patrollers with N95 masks um, that are professionally fitted. So if a patroller is skiing with just a normal cloth mask and a buff, they will need to change into the N95 and don proper PPE uh, before approaching the patient. So again, that's like gloves. And if they don't have a face shield, they can use their goggles in lieu of a face shield for that initial interaction. I got to say, I've been using a KN95 with a buff over it, and I feel a little bit better using all that instead of a cloth. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, some some people are, um, some pushback that we've gotten is that it's it's uncomfortable to ski with a KN95. And um, so we've kind of said that's fine if you want to be in a normal mask with a buff uh, while you're skiing. But when you're approaching a patient, um, you have to have the appropriate P- PPE. So how do, you, yeah. how do you handle it, though, if someone's unconscious? The same way you would handle exactly. anything else, okay. any other injury. You are going to handle it the same way. Um, when they, you know, an unconscious patient or a patient that is speaking to you, you're going to handle it the same way in terms of first aid treatment. But the additional um, thing you're going to think about is the COVID response. So you're going to make sure that you're protected. We want to make sure that our patrollers are protected 100% of the time. So, uh, Are there any things we as snow sports instructors can do to help patrol? Um, you know, the normal safety uh, requirements or um, that we typically ask of instructors, you know, stop your group to the side, make sure they're skiing in control. Um, we want to minimize the risk on the hill. And um, so if they're, if, if you have your group and they're working well and they're skiing in control and it's just creating a safe environment like you typically would on a normal day um, as an instructor, right? It, we're providing a good guest experience and, and we don't want that to include getting injured. I love it. Now, this this is kind of a goofy question, but what the heck? <laughs> I'm wondering, are there some things that are good coming out of this? In you know, I I love teaching kids, but I get a little squeamish when I have that massively runny nose that uh, maybe I have to deal with. <laughs> any uh, any safety things coming out of it where we can maybe make some changes in the future? Because yeah, I I don't want to get sick really with anything. Um, 
I think we're all just very hypersensitive now to anyone that coughs near us or sneezes near us. So uh, I think just having everyone wearing a mask on the Hill. And, and one thing that I've noticed that, that we're trying to implement as well is just to remind people, mask up in the line. Um, you're only riding the lifts with family or people that you know. And um and also gloves on. So a lot of folks that are in the lift line even, they'll take their gloves off to readjust. And we're trying to remind them that you got gloves on, uh, mask on, or if you're wearing a buff, that has to be covering your nose as well. So possibly um, with everything getting wiped down um, constantly, maybe people will be a little less sick. I don't know. I've, I've found that I'm a little more vigilant about washing my hands and, and using, um, uh, hand sanitizer. So I don't know. We can only hope, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As for the runny kids nose, I don't know if there's anything you can do about that. George. <laughs> You know, one thing I've really noticed, Tracy, I, I've been at two ski areas so far this season, and the public is actually taking this seriously. I haven't seen a lot of pushback. No, I haven't either. Um, everyone is is very conscious of it. Um, most people are, are respecting the six-foot distance in lift lines. Um, there, I, All of us want whether you're a patroller, an instructor, or a guest, we all want to be on the snow, right? So I think we're what I've seen so far in my own experience is that people are really taking this seriously and they're respecting um, what the protocols are. We all want to keep the, the resorts open. So I think everyone's on the same page, which is really nice to see. Any words you can say for our membership as kind of a, an overall uh, season outlook? Um, I would say stay positive and do your part. Um, let's all work together. And whether you're teaching in a group or you're a patroller at one of the resorts or you're actually just riding or skiing somewhere as a guest for the day, do your part. Um, we all know what it's going to take. And um, if we do that, we can hopefully have a really good season. I'm staying positive. I'm, I'm hoping that we can get through this and um, we can stay open. It may be a little, you know, there may be a little growing pains in the beginning, but, you know, our season has a, a long uh, couple months, so let's keep positive. Tracy Buchanan, thank you very much for joining us on First Chair. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, George. From the PSIA ASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.